a short while ago, Mangale claimed that she had acted in self-defense during an argument with the deceased. For more on this, we're on the line to our reporter, Noma Bolani. Noma, very good afternoon to you. Was there any reaction at all in the court when the judge made this announcement that she was found guilty of murder? Hi, Tavisa. Yes, definitely there was. Emotions are even high right now. Um, I think as the judge began reading um, his findings, um, the journalists and the lawyers kind of knew where he was going, but it seemed as if the families, as well as Susie Sue, were quite shocked when he was like, um, he finds her guilty because she acted outside the limits of private, which is also self-defense, saying that she, you know, intentionally and unlawfully um, his mother Pearl actually ran out the courtroom crying as well as his brother Japan hasn't been here today. Um, she feels as if you know justice has been served and that um, you know the life of her son you know is not in vain because the woman who um, who, who took her son's life now will be going to prison. Mm. And the judge also saying that he felt that uh, the murder was premeditated. Did he expand on this? Yes, he did. Um, they, when Cindy was on the stand during cross-examination, um, the prosecutor actually grilled her about her intention and saying, you know, when when you stabbed her, when you when you took the knife to his chest, what exactly were you feeling? And she was like, I wanted to kill him. I, I, I no, not not wanted to kill him. I wanted to stab him because I needed for him to get out the way because I wanted to leave the room. And the judge asked at that point, so you intentionally stabbed him? And she said yes, and an emphatic yes. And even though that her, her lawyer um, objected to that question posed by the judge, she had already said it, and it was part of the record. And that's where he read from in terms of the transcript to say, you said on your own accord that you intentionally stabbed this man mm. to get out the way. You unlawfully, um, you know, took a sharp knife with excessive force. And that was from the um, pathologist report saying that the, the wound that she examined was that the, the sharp object went into his uh, chest cavity and pierced his heart was from an excessive force and that's how he died. Mm. And in that statement, she also said that she hadn't meant to kill him. Did the judge uh, point to this? Did he make any statement with regards to this? Pardon? Uh, no, my, I, I realize now you're probably in a noisy area. I'm hoping that you can hear this question now. I'm asking, mm-hmm. she also said that she hadn't meant to kill him. She agreed that she intentionally meant to stab him but hadn't meant to kill him did the judge mention this at all and did he say anything about this aspect of that uh, admission he was saying basically you didn't touch on the fact that she called it a mistake or said that she didn't mean to kill him he just said he just raised the point that the state raised in their closing argument that she was contradicting herself on the various versions that she was giving he was saying from his opinion that the fact that she admitted to wanting to stab him and with the force in which she did that was premeditation mm. so he didn't really dwell on the fact that she said it was a mistake the fact that you knew your actions could have landed you know with somebody dead um that that's where he came from in terms of his decision but he also noticed a few other things like the relationships was doomed from the start and there was all this jealousy that was coming up and down and um, he said that on that day it seemed as if somebody was going to die somebody was going to come up injured or dead were there any other points that came out uh, of uh, the verdict um, yes, basically, um, they, what was surprising for me, he didn't really touch much on 
the evidence from um, the witnesses because um, ba- based on his decision, it's basically basically on everything that she testified on on the witness stand because he felt that everything, even though it was circumstantial and had to be taken into account, nobody was in the room um, when 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 this incident happened. And he actually praised the state prosecutor for actually grilling Mangala the way that he did in order to get out, you know. Um, the, for lack of a better word, truth or better phrase, to get out the truth to exactly what could have happened. He's also found that the state proved beyond reasonable doubt that um, proved its case and that there's no way that Cindy uh, Fermanella's version of private defense was probable because of the fact that, like, um, she didn't have uh, wounds on her hand from when she was resting for the night and the fact that um, Flava was 110 kgs and she was only 64 kgs at the time. So, for... for the argument presented by the state were very, very strong. And to say that it does seem like her versions that she submitted in court are improbable, if not impossible. Mm. And what of the sentencing? Do we have any idea as to when it will take place? Um, right now, there seems to be some commotion about when things must continue. Um, the state says they were ready with mitigation, mitigation and um, aggravation tomorrow, but the defense wants to apply for leave for bail so that she doesn't have to go down um, into jail today and that they must wait until sentencing is over. So right now they're just trying to determine um, exactly how to move forward because they hadn't brought that application in before this matter started today. That's our reporter who's been covering uh, this trial from the onset, uh, Nomabolani, covering the trial of Cindy Siwe Mangale, uh, accused of and found guilty today of the murder of her boyfriend, musician Kulego Habedi, also popularly known as Flabber. And we're now on the line to one of Flabber's friends uh, and squatter camp member, Labuhang Sugar Max Mutibe. A very good afternoon to you, and thank you very much for speaking to us. Um, your reaction to the verdict? Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, well, my only reaction to the verdict really is that um, the, the the law has taken place, you know. Uh, all legal proceedings are not over, but, you know, a judge presided and, and they've made a, a verdict, you know. So, um, you know, I mean, can we say that we were happy? I don't think... The case will be happy or sad because at the end of the day, I mean, Flabber is gone, which is the main thing here. This is just like now justice or protecting someone else or rehabilitating Usin Disiwa, I guess. Mm. That is now the objective, really, you know. Um, yeah. How well did you know her? Um, I, I didn't know her. I mean, I wasn't close to anything, but uh, I mean, I did know her. We didn't hang out a lot with her. Uh, so, but, you know, and I, I, I didn't know that Flava loved her because he always spoke about her all the time. Mm. I, I mean, you you are quoted as saying it, it's still so weird that you, you can't call uh, Flabba anymore. Tell us about your emotions, what you went through when you heard of the news. Um, I mean, of course, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's life, so anything can happen, you know. So we we live expecting the unexpected. So of course we're taken aback, taken by shock. But you know when you are dealt a situation and a blow, that situation becomes your immediate reality. You know, and you have to deal with whatever the circumstances at that point in time. Mm. You know, so 
Just the yeah. emotions that you went through when you heard, were you shocked? Uh, had you known uh, uh, them as a couple and did you know them to have... Yeah, I mean, of, of course I was, in, I was in shock because, I mean, uh, I, I was with them literally like a couple of hours before, you know, like three, four hours, you know, prior to the incident. So, um, it, 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 of course, it was, it was shock. It was terrible news. It was, you know, it's not what you want to wake up to you know Hmm. so just going forward i mean as you said it's life there's not much that you can do but what do you intend to do to keep the memory of flabber alive i mean obviously he still lives on through his music and a lot of south africans loved him but you know for yourself as a friend but for the rest of the south african public well i mean we're going to make sure that you never forget him you know for as long as I'm alive and active in the music industry, you know. Um, I'll, I'll always be out there talking about him, talking about what he did, you know, um, and talking about what we did. You know, that's that's the only thing I can do because if I don't do it, you know, um, everyone else's life goes on and they will forget. So I must make sure and the group must make sure that his memory and his works are appreciated, you know, and, and the memory is kept alive by all means. Mm. And your message out to South Africans, given the fact that uh, it's within 16 days and domestic violence is uh, a, a very serious problem and issue in this country? I think the only message I need to say is like, to all people that are, I guess, lovers, you know, married or dating, whatever the case is, is that um, let's all exercise out of control anger. Let's, you know, Exercise patience and, and respect for one another. And let's deal with matters in a calm manner so that instances like this where, you know, friends, fathers are, are lost and, you know, lives are destroyed. The life of Cindy has been destroyed and I mean, she's 26 or something, you know. So at the end of the day, it's, it's all terrible. Do we need to do this to one another, you know? Do, do Flavis children have to grow up without a father? You know, and it's all a case of like, let us be tolerant and let us be understanding of one another. And let's all try, you know, when we say we love one another, let's show that in everything and every day that we are together. And let's let's be tolerant and let's let's practice that love in a respectful and calm manner. All right, thank you very much for speaking to us. Uh, much appreciated. Labohang Sugar, Sugar's Max Mutibe is a friend of uh, Flabber and also a member of Squatter Camp. 19 minutes past four. Young girls will be among the first groups that will have access to the newly approved HIV pre-exposure prophylaxis drug. The fixed-dose combination drug, which was recently approved by the Medicines Control Council, will be used in preventing HIV transmission for those groups who engage in risky sexual behaviour. Young girls, sex workers and men who have sex with men are among the 